to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm so excited for this week's episode because we're chatting with Zoe Shar from Greetable, all about how to create meaningful touch points with your past, present, and future clients. Zoe is such a joy to talk with, and I'm so happy she's on the show. We've been working together for a really long time, but finally met in real life at Hybrid Co. 2020. And of course, there was lots of hugs, and then I had to ask her to be a guest on the podcast, and she said yes, and here we are. So I'm so happy she's here. A little bit about Zoe before we begin is that she is a co-founder and chief brand officer at Greetable which is an online gifting company that makes it easy to send unique gifts to your clients that they will remember. Since uh, she and her co-founder founded the company, Greetable has shipped hundreds of thousands of gifts, been featured on Oprah and the New York Times, and has gained over 70,000 Instagram followers. So I know that this episode is going to be so amazing and incredible, and you're going to have a lot of moments here where you're going to need to jot it down. And it'll get your wheels turning about how you can keep in contact with your clients throughout the course of sort of their life cycle. So I can't wait for you guys to dive right in. A few things to begin uh, to announce before we start is that if you've been thinking about starting your own podcast, but you didn't know how to get started, I've got some good news for you. Our brand new online course, How to Start a Podcast and Share Your Voice, is officially live. Yay! so happy it's here. Inside this course, you'll learn how to start your own podcast, edit and produce your own episodes, get guests, be a guest, and learn how to promote your show after you've pushed play. So I'm thrilled to bring this to you guys, and I have to say that the students that have completed the course have gone on to start their own podcast within 30 days of taking the course, which is so incredible. I love giving people the knowledge and the empowerment to do things on their own and when they are done with the class, they feel as if they've got it all figured out and they go full speed ahead. I'm so happy to make their help bring their dreams come true. So if you want to find out more about the course, you can visit us at www.twjanae.com and then you can click the shop button in the menu. I hope you guys enjoy it. Another thing is that we're almost at our goal for 2020 to reach 20 goal to tweet to reach 20 reviews um, from Apple. We're almost there, and I just need you guys to help us out. If you can swipe up after you listen to today's show and leave us a glowing five-star review, it would mean so much to me and help new listeners find us. Thank you so much, and we appreciate your support. Don't forget to visit us at www.tmajanae.com to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. Hope to see you guys in there. All right, so let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have an incredible guest today. Zoe, can you say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Janae. I always love talking to you, but I'm really excited, especially to be on your podcast. I know. I'm so excited. So we ran into each other and officially met at Hybrid uh, this year in, where was it again? San Diego. Feels like forever ago. (laughs) 
a lifetime ago. And it was it so was. great to meet you in person. I know. Oh my God. I felt like I was, I was like, I know we've never met in person, but I'm going to give you the biggest bear hug right now. Yes, I know. And now I really miss it because we can't hug right now. So. I know those were the days. I know. It feels like a lifetime ago. Well, I'm so thrilled that you agreed to be on the podcast and I can't wait for everyone to get to know you and to know Greetable. So let's uh, introduce yourself to everybody. Tell them a little bit about you, your company and how you guys got started. Yeah, definitely. So um, my name is Zoe Sharf. I am a co-founder at Greetable. We launched the company in, uh, well, 2015, October 23rd, 2015. I'll actually never forget the date. What am I thinking? Um, It was uh, basically, you know, we're an online gifting company. And so our goal is to make it easy for you to send unique gifts that your clients will love. Um, And our product, it's kind of like a photo personalized card from Shutterfly or Minted. You basically select a design, add your message and photos um, to the card, which folds into a gift box. And then you choose from our selection of gifts like candy or really nice candles to go inside. And we hand package the entire thing and ship it to your recipient for typically between $15 and $30. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. And how did you guys think of this? So actually, you know, it's funny because my co-founder, Joe, he was this ex-Goldman Sachs Wall Street type guy the last person in the world that you would ever think would be making this adorable gifting <laughs> company. <laughs> but he had been traveling for a while. Um, he had been gone for like two years internationally. And when he came back to the U.S., he thought, how important are these people in my life that I spent so much time away from? And he was going to some weddings and thought, you know, this is the most important message I might ever give to these people, my very close friends. And he felt like the card was just not as exciting as opening up a gift, you know, that unboxing and the wrapping paper and the whole experience. And so we thought, what if we could make the card into the gift? Instead of an envelope, you get the real thing. And that kind of launched the beta version of Greetable. He needed a graphic designer to make it happen. And I was a freelance graphic designer at the time. So we synced up and uh, messed around with that for a little while until we finally got to the version that we're at today. Oh, that's amazing. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah. He, I like, I like to make fun of him because he had this little like, um, Ernst and Young or Bear Stearns. I can't remember what investment company it was. He had this, um, gym bag that he was using as like a crafting satchel (laughs) to make samples out of. And it was just like such a funny blend of worlds. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I love it. Glad he had that satchel and we're here now. Yes. So I'm excited about today's topic because we you spoke about this at Hybrid and I thought this was so incredible and I learned so much and I wanted to, you know, introduce um, creating touch points with your clients to our audience, to our listeners. So, so let's talk about that. You know, how can we start to begin to think about creating this process? Yeah, so definitely. Um, you know, I think what we talked about at Hybrid and just in general, what I think is a huge missed opportunity for people is thinking about their marketing funnel and what people call the bottom of the funnel. So, you know, when people think about funnels, it sounds very marketing-y and complicated. All it means is you have a lot of people go in at the top and you have a few people go in, go through the whole funnel and get to the bottom. And at the top are all the leads and the customers that you think you might be able to acquire. And then at the bottom are your clients that you have already, that you have already worked with in the past. And a lot of people neglect that bottom of the funnel. They just get excited about the top where they can, 
you know, advertise to new people or try to get the word out through, you know, a local company or putting the word out on the knot. And those are all great, great strategies. Um, I have nothing against finding new leads and finding new prospects, but the ideal scenario that I hear from every single wedding photographer is that they want their business to be referral based only. I mean, how amazing would it be if all of your new clients were coming in through glowing reviews from your existing clients? And I think that a lot of people forget there's a disconnect between where you're investing your marketing time and what you really want to be happening. Because those top of, lead, top of funnel leads, those people that you're advertising to through different platforms are typically hit it and quit it leads. Like they won't stick around. They might ask you a question, but their rate of their conversion rate to becoming your customer is going to be pretty low. Whereas those referrals from those existing customers, if you really treat them right in that client experience during and after your engagement working with them, could in theory become your entire source of new business. So that's really where I feel like people are missing out. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I feel like people, especially wedding photographers and or maybe just in business, we forget about the people that we already have uh, worked with. You know, yeah. they could be, the, yeah, like we need to reach out to them and talk to them more. And I, it, recently over the last few years, I've been doing that um, sending out cards, sending out notes to like my favorite clients, just being like, Hey, don't forget about me. What's going on. And yeah. that's been ver very helpful. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, it's like you were part of something really intimate for them, whether it was their wedding or even just kind of a boudoir shoot or, uh, even a headshot, you were part of something really significant and important in their lives. And a lot of people do invest in really making sure that their clients feel special, during their engagement, you know, during the session, beforehand, maybe right after. But what I found from talking to hundreds of photographers is that almost everyone is losing touch with their clients within one month. And it just has this effect where I think it makes it feel a little bit transactional, like this special moment that you just spent with them. That might be one of their most important moments in their lives, their wedding, their, you know, graduation is just kind of like, forgotten after a month and your relationship that you spent that time building doesn't continue. It kind of just, it, it's like it hits a brick wall. And if you let those relationships fall flat, not only does it mean that you won't be in touch with those clients moving forward, but it also might rub them the wrong way. It might feel kind of like you were just around for their business and you're gone. You know, that's it. This wasn't a relationship. This was a business engagement you know, wipe your hands clean of it and walk away. And yeah. this is just not that kind of job. Right. <laughs> it's very yes. relationship based. So how do we fix that? How, in your opinion, like what do we start doing to sort of stop doing that? Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of things that I think you can do to start developing those more authentic relationships. One of the things that I like to tell people is just kind of if you want to build authentic relationships, then build authentic relationships. You know, there's no like, it, it, I have a bunch of tips and, and tricks and theories and things that I think might work. But the truth is that how would you keep in touch with a friend is not that different from how you would want to keep in touch with a client because you want to feel like friends and you want to build a real authentic relationship. And in order to do that, it's not just, you know, okay, send them an automated email every month or, okay, it's time to text them. I said I was going to like, those are all good things, but you know, if you start to get to know their interests and, Whenever you see something that has to do with four-leaf clovers because you know they're obsessed with them, you send that to them. Or whatever it is that builds those authentic relationships in your normal life, 
it's probably going to work for your clients too. You of course want to keep it a little bit more professional, like at least one level more professional, but you can still <laughs> be a human and, and be friends and show them kind of your personality. And um, I think that's the first step, just seeing it as like an ongoing relationship instead of seeing it as a burden, you know, most people don't see it as anything because they just aren't doing it. But I know that a lot of people already have a lot going on in their lives. And when I say that you should be doing more to keep in touch with your clients, it feels a little bit burdensome. And if you let it be that, if you let it be a burden, it's going to be obvious to your clients who you're trying to keep in touch with what you're trying to do. But if it feels more authentic, if you're doing things that are, you know, just typical relationship drivers, um, it'll feel great. Yeah, I like that. So in your opinion, you know, when would be the best time to start adding this sort of stuff maybe into your workflow or into your life, you know, client life cycle? Like how I know, we, you know, so it's not a burden where it's like you want to do it and you just I need reminders. Yeah, I'll be very honest. Like I need calendar appointments to pop up. You're like, oh, yeah, totally. I need to contact that person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything is about building habits. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and not everything has to be like you know, this beautiful glowing, like angel falling from the sky telling you like, oh, it's time to reach out to this person. Like, you know, some (laughs) of it will be a little bit more. I have a reminder. I have an automated thing. I have something to help me, but it's all about building habits. And sometimes you get that reminder and it, and it triggers something authentic that you'd like to do with them or whatever it is. But I would say, you know, a lot of people are, like I said, losing touch within a month. It's probably a good idea to just think about, Hey, how can I touch each client after a month? of working with them. Okay, now what do I do after three months? What do I do after six months? What do I do after, you know, what does my process look like? What would it look like if I were building a real friendship? When would I follow them on Instagram? When would I, you know, reach out to them about something kind of funny that I thought that made me think of them? Or, you know, tell them about, or send them a small gift, like anniversaries. People forget to do those one-year anniversary gifts, and that's a great opportunity to do something. It's been a year since we worked together. It's been a year since the biggest day of your lives. Like, let's celebrate together because this was something that we shared. Um, So, you know, one of the things that I say um, always makes sense is kind of mapping out what you think a real positive interaction would look like over the course of a year and just starting to integrate those into your existing flow, you know, whether it's reminders or using your CRM or setting automated gifts um, through, you know, we'll talk about our integration um, or just kind of, you know, even setting reminders of their birthdays or, you know, their anniversary date, like we said, just things that you think might make them feel special starting to add those into your workflow and um, yeah, just kind of allowing that to be something that you start building as a habit. Yeah, no, that's a great, I think that's a great tip. And I think as wedding photographers who are listening, you know, I put in reminders for their first anniversary. So I'm always sending like a card or a greetable now um, for their first anniversaries. And I follow basically all of my clients on Instagram Yeah, and especially the ones I love. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Some of them I let fall off at the end. But for the majority, like I am very in touch with most of my couples, most of my brides, really. And what they have a baby or if they bought a house, I'm always like, oh, my, you know, yeah. I just I'm always dipping into that inbox, their DM and just being like, this is so exciting. Congratulations. That's amazing. And and that's I, I feel like that's a really good thing. And it's easy for you to do because, look, we're on our Instagram or our phones all the time. Mm-hmm, exactly. You might as well 
use it to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I think that there are, you know, there are some tips that are really great that allow you to naturally keep in touch, like what you're saying. So one of the things that I recommend people do is keep a list of Instagram accounts to check on regularly. So, you know, even if they're not popping up in your feed all the time or, you know, their stories for some reason aren't getting prioritized for you, if you check in regularly, whether it's once a month or every so often, however often makes sense for you to get started, you know, I don't want to overwhelm from the beginning, um, it'll help because then you'll know what their life events are. You'll know those things that you're talking about, like when they're having a baby or going, uh, buying a house. And like you said, you especially follow those people that you love. And they feel that. So, you know, if you follow those people on Instagram, if you share good news of yours with them, like when you've added a new member to your team or launched a new product, like those are going to make them feel loved because those are things that you genuinely do for people that you do love. And so, you know what I mean? If you don't do those things, it won't have a negative effect necessarily. But once you do start doing those things, you'll realize how much you are missing out on that entire time. So yeah, some of the things I recommend, you know, like you said, following them on Instagram, keeping a list of those people on Instagram to check in however often. Um, we have a reminders tool on greetable.com that you can use to set up for birthdays and anniversaries and anything that you want. It could also be graduation dates or anything. Um, and that'll just send you an email 10 days in advance so that you know something's coming up. You don't need to send them a gift. You don't need to do anything if it's not the right time. You just need to acknowledge it and say something, whether it's posting on their, you know, commenting on their Instagram or uh, emailing them, texting them, whatever makes sense. Um, I also recommend to people that they set up Google alerts for their customers. I know that might sound a little bit in over the top, but, you know, there are all these features that allow you to see when someone's name gets mentioned in something, whether it's um, like a, a blog post that they were featured in or shared themselves or a LinkedIn article that they had or something like that. And the truth is that if you have those things, it gives you really beautiful, authentic moments to connect with them and say, hey, I saw this. Like, this is amazing. I'm so proud. It also shows that you have an interest in their lives because they know a lot about your professional career and they might even ask you, you know, Hey, I know it's coronavirus. How's that? How's that going with your photography business? Like they know a lot about your and I'll say I'm cutting myself off, but I'm a I'm a bride to be right now. And I know a lot about my vendors. I know, you know, what their entire deal is because I'm working very closely with them. And a lot of them don't even know what I do. And I'm in a kind of wedding related space. And it's because they haven't asked. And so, you know, if you show an interest in what they do, whether it's through setting up those Google reminders to get those updates or just saying, like, how's your job affected by, you know, coronavirus right now? Or how's your job going in general, just, you know, throughout the course of the year after all this madness is over? Um, just saying things like that to them will make them feel like you really care about them because that's what you do with people you care about. You ask, you listen. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's great. It's great advice because you want to keep it more uh, you want to be more top of mind and not transactional. And mm -hmm. I like that where you want to keep those touch points uh, going throughout the course of the year and, and longer because as wedding photographers, and if you choose to photograph families, you know, you could be with them for a very long time and you can naturally just keep that, keep that relationship going, you know, mm -hmm. and what would you ask for a referral from your client or how would you, how would you suggest doing that? Yeah, I a hundred percent would. Um, 
you know, I've seen people do all these different kinds of things. Um, some people ask for it while they're in, you know, sending a gift or as a PS in a handwritten note or just straight up as a um, email. Um, I, I think the one thing that you want to do is just not shy away from it because, you know, there is so much data on the potential referral and retention that you can get from one of those clients. And a good review like that not only solidifies um, or a, a referral like that not only solidifies that new uh, potential referral source to come in as a new client, but it also reminds your existing client of how in how much fun they had working with you and puts it into words. And so it potentially solidifies their, you know, coming back if you do do those family portraits or those newborn portraits. Um, you know, I always say that there are brands that people have relationships with. And so, you know, for me, I know a lot of people know that I really love particular brands like I've been buying a lot of furniture from Article or I buy a lot of clothing from Everlane. And those things, as lame as it sounds, kind of they don't define you, but they they shape you like, you know, I'm the kind of person that wears Glossier makeup. I'm kind of basic, I guess. And like, you know, you, <laughs> you, no. just like a tiny bit. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, but I, the thing is that I have glowing reviews of some of these brands. They feel like friends. They have personalities to me. And these are people I don't even know. So your clients have real relationships with you. And if they had a good experience, they're not just going to refer you. They'll want to refer you because it feels like it's an extension of them. It's like if you had a great experience with this photographer and you refer it to a friend and they have a great experience, you feel amazing as the person who referred. And it reflects positively on you. So they want to do that. People who are enthusiastic about who they worked with are already like it's on the tip of their tongue and you just kind of need to give them the vehicle or the excuse to do it. And so, you know, whether it's giving them a link to your, um, your, whichever profile you want reviews on, or just asking them, Hey, do you know anyone right now? They may not at the moment, but then a month or two later, the perfect thing comes up and you've asked them. So they know that you're looking for new clients and they know that, you know, this is something that's on the top of their mind. So I, I have, no preference really on how to ask for the referral as long as you do it. Don't shy away from it. They want to do it and you want the referral. So why not? Yeah, no, I like that. That's good. Okay. So on Tea with Janae, we're all about tips and like actionable items. So let's give our listeners five ways they can keep in touch with their clients. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and so, okay, let me think about this. The first one that I think I would do that a lot of people I haven't seen in the past, I would give them a schedule like right as soon as you're done with them, when they don't think they're going to get a schedule of how you'll keep in touch and when you're going to reach out. So you might say, hey, I'm going to give you guys a couple weeks to enjoy being newlyweds. I'll reach out in a couple weeks to see how you're doing. This is when you can expect all of your photos. After a month or two, I'd love to grab a coffee date with you. Let's talk about what I could have, you know, what went well, what didn't go well, um, what I can help you with moving forward. You know, give them that schedule and just tell them, like, this is when we'll be in touch. So that'd be number one. Um, number two, you know, obviously, I uh, am a co-founder of a gifting company. And so I'm a huge fan of getting that process down and automating it if possible. So I know, Janae, you know that we have an integration with 17 Hats. So you're able to automate your gifts through 17 Hats and basically decide on this date, I want this gift to go out with this message. You can customize it at the final moment with an inside joke if you want or with the, the different photos or something like that. Or you can have it be just totally set in advance. 
Um, and so that's one way to just make sure that you're going to celebrate those occasions without actually even having to really prepare that much um, in the moment. It just kind of gets done for you. Um, yeah, no, it's awesome. I'm going to interrupt <laughs> it because it's so it's so great. <laughs> So I use 17 hats. I've mentioned that a bunch of times on this podcast that I love them. Um, and you guys integrated this uh, 2019. Yes. And it was so cool because now I just have it like, you know, three days after they're married, I send them like a congratulations greetable. Aww. And then uh, at their first anniversary, I send them like uh, an anniversary greetable. That's so sweet. And it's, yeah. And it's automatic. Like I in your workflow. I, it's like set it and forget it it's like that what is it that stupid toaster thing you know it's like, <laughs> just do it and, it and it's done and like I I'm very type a so I like to go in and like just you know redo the uh, the note a little bit and I'll upload my old pictures like or new, newer photos of them that are like completed but it's just a little touch point that they love the response is so positive and they're like oh my gosh you thought about us we love you and Aww, I'm like yes I did think about that's you that's so sweet you know, just yeah and then they share it on social media and then their friends see it and then their friends contact me so it's just such a nice way mm-hmm. to just get back into the really their mailbox and then they and then they hopefully email you so it's just it's I love it. I can't. I always rave about it. I'm like, just do greetable. Everybody. You're the best. You know that, right, Janae? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No, it's so. You're welcome. No, I wouldn't promote anything that I didn't believe in, and like, I I love it. I mean, and it's so easy with 17 hats, but you can use it with any CR. You, you know, you could put it into your process. Yeah, it's not. Automatic. Yeah, and with other yeah. CRMs, we do have the ability for you to upload your uh, contact information. And so you, you know, while it may not be automated the way that it is with 17 hats, you can still get all of your clients' addresses in our system simply and then set up those reminders. Instead of something automated, you'll get an, a reminder 10 days in advance. You can grab your template that you have saved on greetable.com for anniversaries or your template for post weddings or whatever it is that you want to do and then just kind of grab it and go. And there are still simple ways to do that. Um, yeah. And you know what else I love about Greetable? Just because I'm like, I don't like a lot of clutter. I love that you, you send them a box, you get the whole thrill of opening it. And then they open up the card and they're like, oh, great. And they keep or eat whatever you <laughs> gave them. And, and then they throw everything else away. So it's like, you didn't clog up their house with a, a tchotchke that they didn't want. Yeah, anything. that's so you know, true. It's like, it, yeah, I, I love, love the that. consumable gifts, like the champagne bubbles or like a candle that they're going to use it'll be done. I mean, you're not giving them something that's kind of like, yeah, kitschy or that they have to try to hold on to. Um, I mean, a lot of people tear off the photos and keep those, but those are photos. I mean, that's oh, yeah. special. That's yeah. a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what they keep. And then I throw the rest away, but you're still, you've given them something where you're not taking up space in their home. I'm like, oh yeah, our photographer gave us this ugly lamp. Like, yeah, what are we gonna exactly. Do? <laughs> oh my God. Our real estate agent gave us this, it was a thoughtful gift, but it was a stamp that had our address on it as like a return address stamp. But it just was so off on the font and the style, like the way that it was laid out because we're very designy and the stamp was well, not. Yeah, designer. yeah. And so yeah. I was like, this is cool, but you guys spent $35 on this and I'm not going to use it ever. <laughs> and I can't give it to someone that has my address on it. Like what if, right. so, you know, I mean, I think that imposing your own opinion on what you think someone's going to like, it doesn't always work. And so make it an experience as much as possible. A memorable <laughs> experience is always going to win. <laughs> I love that. I love that. 
All right. Tip number three. Oh, yes. Tip number three. Okay. So one of my favorites that I try to practice with Greetable is asking people for genuine advice. So one of the things that we do at Greetable is try to call or email a lot of our um, clients or our, our customers and just ask them to hop on the phone. We probably do it once a year and we get a bunch of people on the phone. Um, and actually, it happens more frequently than that. But I've learned so much about what people like about our service by asking for genuine advice. And it solidified my relationships with those people. Some of them are my Facebook friends now or my Instagram. You know, we follow each other and they'll like say about Greetable in, they'll talk about it in this much more passionate way because we had this authentic conversation and it shows that you're open to things. So I would say, you know, not just have them fill out a survey because that's great. Surveys are always really good, but maybe just ask them to get on a call and give you as much feedback on your business as they can, because, you know, it's going to teach you something and also give you a way to keep in touch and make them feel invested in you. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're not keeping notes in your CRM, you should be on every single person. So this is sort of a cop-out answer for number four, but I think that like, <laughs> if you don't remember those little things that they say about themselves, you're missing out on a huge opportunity to keep in touch in so many ways because things will pop up. I don't know why this four-leaf clover thing is in my head, but if you know that they love that, you, you will think of them when you see a four-leaf clover. You will think of them when you see some candle that's clover scented or whatever it is. You will know that that's a good time to reach out to that person. And so keeping notes in your CRM solidifies it in your mind. Um, makes you remember what they're into um, and gives you an opportunity to kind of have other touch points with them. Um, And then let me think. The last one that I would recommend, I would just tell them, this is, I think you would have to do it right after your engagement with them, whether it's a wedding or whatever. Tell them how lovely it is to work with them. Just make sure that they know that you had such a joy, such a nice time, with them as your client, it will make them feel incredibly special. Do it in a way that makes them feel, you know, like obviously do it authentically, but there's nothing like flattery that gets me. I mean, when someone tells me that it's been easy to work with me or that they really loved working with me or that they found that, you know, Evan and I were such a great couple to photograph, whatever it is, it just makes me feel like, oh my God, they liked working with me. I liked working with them. That's so nice. And just make sure that they know that because they might not, you know, not everyone's the kind of person who just glowingly says these things all the time. And, you know, a lot of people really like to hear it. Yeah, no, I like that. These are great. Those are awesome. Those are such good tips. Yeah, I think this has been so great because, you know, I think mapping out your touch points throughout the course of the life cycle of your client, you know, that's such a good thing. And then the five tips on how to do that, and then hopefully incorporating maybe greetable and like sending little notes is going to be really helpful for our listeners to sort of get those touch points back and get hopefully more referrals from their past yeah, couples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh, Zoe, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you, of course. You should be on every okay. week. Okay, done. <laughs> Let's do it. I've already this got another recurring event show. on my calendar. It's done. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. So let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, Greetable. Um, all the links that we have will be in the show notes, but let's tell everybody right now. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we are, you know, the, the word Greetable is spelled G-R-E-E-T-A-B-L, no E at the end. Um, so you can find us at Greetable.com and all of our social handles are Greetable. Um, 
the biggest one is Instagram. So definitely, you know, reach out to us there. It's me on Instagram in your DM. So feel free to message me, say hi, whatever you want to do. <laughs> I love I'm that. Talking to all of you guys. Um, so yeah, reach us there. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll put all this information in the show notes so you guys can go over and learn more about Greetable and say hi to Zoe. And I actually have a Greetable code. Uh, I think it's Jay Kirshner and you guys can save 20% off um, if you want to try yeah. them out. And I think, does that also go with the the subscription? I believe yeah, so, right? that's good for Insider and Insider Pro and um, normal gifts. The only thing it doesn't work on is gift cards because gift cards are their own funny animal. Um, but yeah, it will work on uh, your free shipping subscriptions as well. That's awesome. Yeah. And what Zoe was talking about earlier about saving your templates and have you can actually upload your own designs. That's all in the Insider Pro um, program. So you guys should totally. Check yeah. Out. Anyway, thank you so much for being here. We'll talk Thanks, to you Janae. soon. Thanks, Janae. Bye. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to our guests. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your tips and tricks and invaluable advice. We love you guys. Be sure to check out all their links and information in the show notes. You can find out more about them and their services and give them a shout out online and on Instagram. If you're listening, take a screenshot, share it with your um, in your Instagram stories, tag at Janae Kirshner, and I'll share it in mine. Can't wait to hear from you guys soon and share.